Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is Marty Shupak, and I'm recording this from our studios in Valley Cottage, New York. It's Sunday, February 27th. It's 3.38 p.m. It's in the afternoon, and I just want to welcome you all. I'm doing this show solo. I just finished doing my top 51 prospects for the NFL draft, which I love doing. It's a ton of work. And uh, unlike um, a lot of these experts, and full disclosure, I, I cannot have access to some of the information they have. That's number one. And number two, I try not to focus solely on the highlights on YouTube because everyone looks tremendous, like, you know, they're an all pro if you look at the highlights. So it's a combination of uh, getting game film, speaking to people I know, uh, uh, reviewing the Senior Bowl, East-West Shrine game, and uh, putting together some reports that I find relevant. I came up with my list of 51. It was actually 52, but unfortunately, I duplicated one name. A Jets Rewind fan named Stu. Stu, I didn't get your last name. was sharp enough. As soon as I uh, published the... Uh, the report, he, he contacted me, said I, I put a player there twice, which was my mistake. Probably that's what happens when I have uh, both Fox News and CNN News on at the same time in the background, trying to follow this whole Ukraine situation that's going on, which I don't want to get into. But, you know, it's funny because this uh, President Putin, he, he, he's done something that... Uh, no politician or president has done in years. He's actually gotten Republicans and Democrats united, which is really unbelievable. But that's for another show and in a different podcast. All right, so for whatever, for better or for worse, let's go through this quickly. I'll probably take it like 10 at a time, make some comments on my top 51. Keep in mind the heights and weights, what happens is they're really not accurate. Excuse me, I'm fighting a little bit of a cold. Case in point, a few years ago, when I was up in Portland, I used to go up there meeting Ralph Schrager and Ray Clifford and uh, to watch the Jets practices, I was standing nose to nose with Mark Sanchez. He was listed at 6'3 when he first came in his rookie year, and I'm 6'2. I had a definite inch on him. What happens with these scouts Usually when they make their charts, they'll list the heights and weights and they'll put like an E next to it, which stands for estimate. Once at the combine this week and they're weighed in and their heights measured, they'll put it down and they'll put a V next to it where it's it stands for verified. So with that said, let's get right to it. Uh, this was a... Draft heavy in, um, I found uh, receivers, edge pass rushers, um, and offensive linemen. It was a good senior bowl week. If you watched it, the practices were good. The one-on-one drills, I could literally literally sit down and watch those with the linemen for like 12 hours at a time. I, I just love it. I just can't get enough of that. All right, here we go. Prospects, I'll read it off, and then I'll try to give you my opinion, go from the notes I made. And by the way, it's right on the website. You could follow it. 
Number one, Aiden Hutchinson. Number we, number two, Akeem Ikwanu, the offensive tackle guard from North Carolina State, better known as Iki. Number three, Kayvon Thibodeau, Oregon Edge. Number four, Tyler Lindebaum, center, Iowa. Number five, Ahmad Source Gardner, Cincinnati. <clears throat> Defensive back, number six, Kyle Hamilton, safety, LSU. Seven, Evan Neal, tackle, Alabama. Eight, Devin Lloyd, Utah. Nine, I know this is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Chris Olave, Ohio State, wide receiver. Ten, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. <coughs> Just a couple of comments. I found that Aiden Hutchinson is the best player <clears throat> in this, this year's draft. And I made comments like he plays big, he plays fast, plays smart. He shows a lot of leadership on the field. He loves directing people into, their, uh, into the right position. And I, I think this guy's just tremendous. I don't think the, he'll ever see the fourth pick for the Jets. Uh, Iki Ikwanu, he's a terrific uh, tackle, North Carolina State, who I think will end up moving to guard. He's got a great size, 6'4", 320. Violent finisher. And I had written that if he just polishes up his uh, pass blocking skills, he's got a shot to be another Quentin Nelson. I really believe that. Okay, number three. Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge pass rusher, who everybody says is sinking down the list. I don't see it. I, I think this guy has tremendous amount of talent. I think part of the reason he's sinking, I think there are too many comparisons to a number one pick who everyone thinks is a sure thing, like a Miles Garrett and a Bosa. He, he's not these guys, but he's really good. He can get better. If he's there at four for the Jets, I think they have to take him. I just don't think they could pass on him. Number four, and everyone's going to think it's too high. I have Tyler Lindebaum. Uh, he's the center from Iowa. He, this guy is so smart on the football field, and he loves the game. Some people will say you don't pick a center that high in the draft. I disagree. If you like a player, you pick him. He's got a shot to be a 10-year starter and a pro Bowl a lot of those years. If the Jets ended up picking him, uh, I would have no problem with it. Number five, I have Ahmad Source Gardner from uh, Cincinnati. He's a defensive back. And this guy, he just does not give up touchdowns. It's really, it's really unbelievable. He like literally has not given up a touchdown in a long while. I think in every one of his uh, college seasons. The issue is with Source Gardner, the type of defense that I see and I've heard, Robert Sala, he prefers to disrupt the quarterback with a defensive lineman on a pass rush rather than getting a shutdown corner. For instance, you, you could see the 49ers when he was there, how that defense changed when they got Bosa and then they signed D Ford. So I would love to have Source Gardner, but I really don't think they're going to pick him. Number six, Kyle Hamilton. Some people think he's the best athlete in the draft. I have two thoughts going into this draft, which I'll get to after I'm through the first 10. But Kyle Hamilton, he is actually kind of a hybrid, like with a little bit of a linebacker DNA. And physically he's built 
like coaches are going to want in the future to really offset these big tight ends, which are uh, is becoming really a crazy in the a craze in the NFL as the league continues to become a passing league. So uh, look, just because I don't have Kyle, Kyle Hamilton first doesn't mean I don't like him. And the one thing that I mentioned a couple of shows ago, the fact that he's such a great athlete, I might go with the theory that I want playmakers. Case in point, the last two years, the Jets gave up touchdowns this past year against Tampa Bay and two years ago against the Raiders, Lamar Jackson, where they got beat with a player getting behind either a defensive back or a safety. And I'm sick and tired of that being a Jet fan. I'll be honest. I can't stand that. I want somebody. And if Kyle Hamilton's the type who can anticipate he and he's smart and he can cover ground. If you could convince me he's that type of playmaker, I have no problem. The Jets take him. Number seven, Evan Neal, tackle Alabama. He might be the most <coughs> NFL ready player in the draft. He can run and pass block equally well. Devin Lloyd, number eight, Utah, 6'3", 235, might be the best all-around linebacker in the draft. The Jets need linebackers. This past year, he had 110 tackles, 22 tackles for loss, eight sacks and four interceptions. Number nine, this wide receiver board <coughs> is so close. There's such a little disparity between five and six guys. I picked Chris Olave. One of the reasons he came back for another year and he's got more games under his belt. He's an incredible route runner who doesn't get enough love for being a fast runner. And it's been said that he's got better straight ahead speed than Garrett Wilson, his teammate. I think this could be the safest and best wide receiver choice in the draft. He's also great on contested catches and the guy just catches everything. It's incredible. He catches everything. He has got a great catch radius. Number 10, Garrett Wilson, Olave's teammate. This guy, is um, he's got great burst, smart route runner. He has great yards after the catch. He could be very special. He's got tremendous big playability. So those are the top 10. I'm going to pick it up a little, go into 11 to 20, and I will make a couple of comments, not on each one, but um, number 11, I have Derek Stingley, quarterback LSU. He hasn't been the same since his freshman year. If he gets back to that form and can overcome the injury stigma, he's an excellent ball player, great ball hawk. He can cut off half the field. <clears throat> number 12, I have George Karloftis, the edge pass rusher from Purdue, 6'4", 275. Great athleticism. When he was 12 years old, apparently he played on the national Greek team of water polo, the 14 and under. So this guy's like an all-around athlete. He may have the fir best first step in the draft. He's got to do a little better on the run, but this guy's a tremendous ball player. 13, I have David Ojabo, Ojabo from uh, Michigan. He's the edge pass rusher, who is a work in progress. Uh, two years ago, he had zero sacks. And uh, this past year, he had double-digit sacks. And 
he could start the season as just a, a player for on the third down and ease into his second year as a three-down player. Teams and the Jets should not be afraid of that. Uh, if you look at all the edge pass rushers and the defensive end out of everyone, he might have the highest ceiling out of, out of everyone. Now, there's been a boom or bust label on him. I don't know if that's really fair, but this guy is, uh, he is some athlete, has some motor. Number 14, Traylon Burks, Arkansas, the 6'3", 225 wide receiver. He's got incredible hands, very deceptive speed. And if you look at the Alabama tape where he had eight receptions, two TDs, you could see his speed. His hands are just huge. He knows how to use his body. 15, Malik Willis, <coughs> the quarterback from Liberty, 6'1", 215. This is a weak quarterback class. I still believe as we move up to the draft, there are going to be teams that get quarterback crazy. And by that, I mean they start becoming irrational. They throw out the draft value chart and they want to move up. Now, keep in mind, this year, there's going to be a lot of movement on quarterbacks between veterans and rookies. At first, I thought there were going to be at least two or three teams moving up in the top 10 for quarterbacks. I don't think that that's really going to happen. I think it might be the top 15. But I have Malik Willis as the first one off the board, the guy that can make every throw, and he's an incredible athlete. Number 16, I have Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher from Georgia, that, that Georgia team. If you look at their defense this past year, it was incredible. This guy has tremendous talent, could play inside, outside, drop into coverage. He is, I say he's a work in progress, but he's very good now. He's only going to get better. And just like David Ojabo, he's got an incredible ceiling. So keep an eye on this guy. If the Jets were to take him, it'd be a, I think it'd be a great pick. That's number 16. Number 17, Kobe Dean, the linebacker from Alabama, from Georgia, six foot two twenty-five. Very important this week to see what his measurables are. If he drops below six foot by more than an inch and below 220. He could drop in his ranking. Now, is that warranted? I'm not really sure it is. I can tell you this. He has the size that Robert Sala loves for one of those hybrid linebacker, defensive back players. And he is a mechanical engineering major who's very smart, has a very, very high football IQ. So I have him at 17, but the measurables are going to be very important. Number 18, I have Charles Gross, the offensive tackle from Mississippi. He's the guy I listed twice, by the way. And again, I want to thank Stu for catching that. He got a lot of passing reps in Mike Leach's offense. He allowed 44 pressures on 574 pass blocking snaps in 2020, but on 719 snaps this year he only let 16 a heck of a pass blocker uh charles cross he's going to be a first round pick 19 is Devonte white my first interior 
defensive lineman off the board. Very, very good athlete who people consider him like an athletic freak. He plays the run well. Excellent getting pressure on passing plays. He has an uncanny ability to split double teams. This wouldn't be a bad pick for the Jets. I don't know what's going on um, with our our uh, defensive line. Uh, they went through them like they were Swiss cheese last year in some of those games. So we have to see what happens. We have to see how Williams is going to pan out this year, whether they're going to give him a fifth-year extension. Number 20, I have Jamison Williams, <coughs> wide receiver, Alabama. The only reason he's not in the top 10 is because of his ACL injuries. His numbers were incredible last year. He played with a great quarterback at Alabama. 79 receptions, uh, 15 TDs. His yards per reception was 19.9. I'll tell you, some team, if he goes in the 20s and if he, he doesn't even start the season, he could be a very, very good value pick in this year's draft. Number 21, Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher from Florida State. No one has gone up faster on the chart in the postseason. And it all came down to the senior bowl on the one-on-one drills in the game, his first step. And he loves to track down runners. This guy is a heck of a ball player. I have a quarterback at 22, Kenny Pickett, who I liked. Uh, he's been a one-year riser, does everything well, but not elite. And he, he looks like a winner to me. And I wrote down on this description, interestingly, the Carolina Panthers, who were probably in the market for a quarterback, uh, the owner, David Tapper, he went to Pitt. So just keep that in the back of your head. 23, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia, 6'4", 340. He couldn't even uh, measure more than that as far as his weight. And uh, it, some people describe him as a one-trick pony, but he's got some athleticism. And he reminds me a lot of the uh, Patriots, Vince Welfark, but I, I think he's better. Now, the only thing is, if you remember the first Alabama game, when they picked up the pace against Georgia, they did that mainly, I thought, to uh, gas Jordan Davis, and that seemed to work. So that's something he's got to work on as far as physical conditioning. 24, I have Kyler Gordon, the cornerback from Washington. Another freak athlete. Boy, it seems like every player is a freak athlete in this draft. <laughs> anyway, he can cover in the outside and in the slot. And if he's just got to polish certain techniques and he's got a tremendous upside. So that's a good pick. Kyle Gordon, if he sneaks into the second round, which he won't, uh, the Jets, obviously, they, they need at least another cornerback. 25, this is the player that so much has been written about him and talked about. <coughs> the wide receiver from USC, Drake London, 6'5", 210. He played two sports, basketball and football. He started out at USC. And his best attribute is the contested catch. He had 19 of them. He broke his ankle. Before he broke his ankle, he had 88 catches for 1,084 yards. Keep in mind, USC 
their coaching situation during the season was a little bit in flux. The biggest question on Drake London is, can that translate into the NFL, what he's done? We'll have to see. All right, picking up the pace, 26, Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington, 27, Kenyon Green, the guard, Texas A&M, 28, Andrew Booth, the cornerback, Clemson, uh, 29, Roger McCrary, cornerback, Auburn. Now, one thing about McCrary, you have to watch out. He's mainly a man coverage cover guy, and the Jets like to pay, play a lot of zone in the secondary. They mix it up with man. Number 30, one of my personal favorites, Jalen Petrie, the, the safety defensive back from Baylor. The reason I like him is I love players that are diverse, can play more than one position. 31, Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, 6'7", 330. Boy, this guy has a mean demeanor, very nasty. And if you watch the one-on-one drills, he was doing stuff. I, I just don't think he's going to get away within the pros. And uh, if I were the Jets, unless they, they think they could discipline this guy, I just think he's he could be a penalty machine. So I, I'm not sure I would even touch him if I was the Jets. 32 is uh, Daxton Hill, safety from Michigan, which is interesting about the safeties is there's like five or six or seven of them, actually. And there's not that big of a disparity against them. If you look on a number of draft boards, after Kyle Hamilton, the order of safety really varies after that. So 32 is Daxton Hill. 33, one of my favorites, uh, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver, Penn State, listed at 5'11", 184. Another player that we have to see what his he measures in this week. Keep in mind, though, he plays a lot bigger than the way he looks. His catch radius is incredible for his size, and he's a great route runner. He's got a quick burst. I have him as the first pick in the second round. I don't know if he's going to last that long. Number 34, DeMarvin Leo, defensive tackle, Texas A&M. The only problem with Leo He's kind of a tweener, and I'm not sure how that's going to translate at the next level. If he's going to be a tackle or he's going to go outside as a man, he really has to have a good combine. 35, Arnold Epiketi, the edge from Penn State, E-B-I-K-E-T-I-E. -E. Uh, 18 tackles for losses, nine and a half sacks. 36, Matt Corral, the quarterback, Old Miss. He didn't go to the senior bowl, which I think may have hurt his ranking. Number 37, Quay Walker, linebacker, Georgia. 38, Bernard Raymond, offensive tackle, Central Michigan. This guy is interesting. He started out at the uh, senior bowl, not playing very well. He was getting beat. He's an exchange student from Austria. He started playing tight end. Then he moved to tackle. He naturally was a tremendous run blocker and He's working on his pass blocking. He'll probably go in the second round, but if he starts, you'll see improvement. If you look at his first game, then you look at his 17th game, you'll see tremendous improvement. 39 and 40 have two running backs, Isaiah Spiller, Texas A&M, and 40, Brees Hall, running back from Iowa State. Seems like the Jets should definitely have Brees Hall. They'll have a Brees Hall and a Bryce Hall, which would be great. All right, 41, 
Jacqueline Brisker, safety, Penn State, 42. Boye Mafe, either a defensive end or an edge from Minnesota. He's been a late climber that everyone has loved, another athletic freak. And I think his first year, if a team has a edge one, he'd be a perfect complement on the other side. 43, Christian Harris, linebacker, Alabama. 44, Drake Jackson, edge, USC. Interesting about Drake Jackson, he's got a very, very good football IQ, knows when to drop back in coverage. He's got a good first step. I believe his best football is ahead of him. Again, at USC, the culture was in a flux. I think Coach Well, he's got a chance to be a really good ball player. Zion Johnson, the guard from Boston College, number 45. He's also played center. Louis Cine, C-I-N-E, Georgia, another safety. Number 46, number 47, David Bell, Purdue. David Bell, Purdue, in a very deep wide receiver class, he's the one receiver that doesn't get hardly any love. It's incredible to me that everybody's talking about the Ohio State receivers, Alabama, Drake London, Traylon Burks, but David Bell, all he does is does everything very good. So keep an eye on him. He's a good ball player. All right. Okay. We're moving on. We're coming towards the end. And uh, 48, I guess I have the quarterback from North Carolina, who's six foot 221, who's Sam Howell. And uh, I wasn't impressed with the senior bowl week. But he had a lot of injuries with his skill positions. Number 49, Darian Kendrick, Georgia. 5'11 and a half, 202 pounds. He's a former receiver. He transferred from Clemson. Excellent coverage skills. He just lacks a little bit of elite speed. So his 40 time is very important. 50 and 51 are two of my favorites. 50, uh, Ralph Sharega turned him on to me, my co-host. George Pickens, Georgia wide receiver, 6'3", 200. If Jamison Williams is a top 25 pick without his ACL injury, Pickens probably was a top 25 pick also. Both of them suffered the ACL injuries. I really believe that um, the doctors will be the determining factor as to when he'll be drafted. But if he goes uh, anywhere in the late second, or early third round, he could be a steal. Number 51 is the last player to make my list, top 51. I have Chad Muma, a linebacker from Wyoming, who to me has incredible anticipation. He's got incredible uh, smarts about him. He knows how to read quarterbacks. This past year, he had 21 pressures, three picks, and 68 defensive stops. He's got a great burst. And I'll be honest with you, there was another linebacker who ended up playing in the Super Bowl for Cincinnati, Logan Wilson, who had a great first quarter. Some of the Wyoming coaches are whispering that uh, Chad Muma is a better ball player than uh, Logan Wilson. So we'll, we'll have to see about that. Anyway, we're um, closing in on the draft. It's uh, uh, like two months away. We're going to be having our second mock draft this week on Jets Rewind. After the combine, I'm going to revise my list. 
once I see the verified heights and weights, feel free to make comments to me. If you want, just write on the website. If you want to email me, it's email me at greenrewind at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Marty Shupak.